Good morning. Today is October 25th. It's year 2023. The year is almost over, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Yes, we're going to do on my father. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Diane. So we are having a hard time deciding a song this morning. I think we ended up with On My Father's Side. Well, sitting in this doctor's lawyers was a laugh. And he answered with great wisdom all the questions that they had. They were amazed when they inquired of his age when he replied. Elvis, you say that was one of your favorite songs. Lisa, what about your results? Everybody wants to know because everybody's asking about you no, and praying for you yesterday. No, no, no. I mean, uh, some, the doctor hadn't called me, so I guess it's not an emergency. So when I know, I'll let you know. Amen, amen, amen. So it's not too bad, right? <laughs> well, I'm assuming it's not. If, I, if the phone rings today, I'll be a little nervous. But, um, yeah, everything's good. He's with me in whatever storm comes. Amen. That's the truth. Uh, what about you guys? How's everybody doing? Michael's not here because he's working, of course. What, what about y'all? Good. Yeah. Oh, 
Praise the Lord. Have a good day yesterday? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, that's good. You got anything you want to say? These are your family, your people. It's beautiful outside. It so. is pretty. Our hayride is this weekend. Woo-hoo! Saturday night, we have a annual hayride, right? Uh, good, clean, home, what did you say? Wholesome fun hayride. I make a big fire down here in the big fire pit. I've, I've got this big pit that when I was cleaning this land off back when Lisa and I first bought it and moved up here and I was cutting all the trees. I kind of developed this big fire pit down there. <laughs> and, and now every year we have a big fire down there and everybody comes up on the hill. And we do a hayride and have some cider and coffee and hot chocolate. We're going to have cho- hot chocolate, right? Soup. Whatever y'all bring. Hey, brother Charles, good to see you on here, sister Diane. Hey, brother Bob. Hallelujah. Thank you uh, for being here and being faithful to the Lord. All right. So, some of you might know we just want to put this out there because some of you guys, you know, you feel like giving as well. And, uh, I've shared with you, Pastor Nadim, now he's usually on here. If you see his comments, it'll say Daim, D-A-I-M. That's his son's name, actually. Uh, but he uses his account. And anyway, because of the recent struggles with what's going on in the world and him helping some Christians down the road, uh, brother lost his job. And so we're getting together a little more of an offering to send to help him get through the month if anybody wants to help with that just you know you put a check in the mail or you can uh you know go to cwowtn.com and uh do an offering uh however you want to i think also wait i've got this yeah you could do it right here i could you could just scan that if you wanted to and then send it that'll go straight into the account so i want to make those things available all right, love you guys. Let's jump into the scriptures. It is Proverbs 22.5 is where we are. Proverbs 22.5 says this. Mm. Thorns, thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who guards his soul will be far from them. So again, the way, the path, uh, there is this mental vision of a path that you are walking on. And whether that path is good or where it's leading you, which, which path you're on, that's kind of how the Bible talks about things. Now it says here that thorns and thistles are in the way of the perverse. It's simply another way of saying, you know, the life is hard. I think back here, in uh I know it I know we did back here maybe in chapter 13 verse 15 yeah chapter 13 verse 15 the proverb says the way of the unfaithful is hard you know life can be hard anyway but it's really hard for the way of uh the unfaithful the perverse life life's hard when you choose 
to live an ungodly uh, life, it causes a lot of snares to be in your life. Now, why are those there? Actually, the snares, in a physical way, that were put there back in the book of Genesis in chapter 3, uh, God said to Adam, because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and I'm in verse 17 of chapter 3, because you listened to the voice of your wife, you've eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns, both thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth to you. And you shall eat of the herb of the field. And in the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. Dust you are. Unto dust you shall return. And so this, from the very fall, God says, okay, okay, you failed. You turned against me. Now you've, you've rejected walking with me and having a life that's easy. And let me tell you, your, your choices have now brought thorns and thistles upon the land. And now it's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. Now, through that, now we know that Jesus, Yeshua, by the way, Yeshua loves you. Yeshua has lifted the curse. And for those who choose the obedient life of following God, it does get easier in these things. Life becomes easier. And that is just a reality. But if we give in to our flesh, life isn't easy. And I know that both by experience and by the Word of God. I know that about it by experience too. And I, I'll never forget, my dad told me one time, a long time ago, you know, he's like, when you don't choose to live right, son, life is hard. <laughs> and that's, it's a truth, you know, and I, I tell younger guys this same thing. And so it's very similar in, in to if you've ever been out in the woods or you're in a field and you're trying to get over there, and I've done this, especially hunting or something like that. You're trying to get there, and there's a lot of thorns in the way. You're trying to work your way through the thorns. It's kind of aggravating, isn't it? Well, I guess I should stop there, and we'll move on to the next one, verse 6. Verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go. and When he is old, he will not depart from it. Child training, child training is so very important. Yeah, you're in my jam. <laughs> the Bible is all about child training. Now, if you look back in, in like Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, God says, here's what I want you to do about teaching your kids about me and my ways. I want you to teach them my ways when they get up in the morning, throughout the day, when you're walking through the day, when, you, when they go to bed right? Teach them my way. And uh, maybe I should turn over there. I didn't mark that or anything. I am right, am I not, babe? Deuteronomy 6? Uh, I don't want to tell people wrong here. These words, right? Okay, so I'm in 6, Deuteronomy 6. I'm going to start with 4. This is called the Shema, if you want to know. It is the prayer, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The Lord is one, right? You shall love the Lord God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your strength. 
Now, when Jesus, Yeshua, was asked, what is the greatest commandment? Because that was always a debate. What's the greatest commandment? Different commandments have different levels of weight, right? Uh, and Jesus says, the greatest is love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He's taking that from the Shema. Then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus adds that and said, this is number two. So then... It says, now I'm starting with verse 6. He says, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Verse 7, you shall teach them diligently to your children. You know, God says, here's what I want you to do. Israel, teach what I'm telling you. You teach it to your children diligently. Yep. Uh, and... Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me read this, and then you talk about it. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign upon your hand. There shall be a frontlet between your eyes. You shall write them upon the doorpost of your house. That's why, you know, we have a little, um, what we call it, baby. Mezuzah. Mezuzah, yeah. They're at our door when you, when we walk in, you know. That, that's what's that for. Come on over here. Baby doll. I know this, like she said, this is her gem. So what I want to say is when, when it said teach this diligently to your children. Now, what would happen and the reason judgment would continue to come upon Israel is because people would fail to teach their children and the next generation would become godless. And when they would become godless, it would cause the judgments of God to have to come upon the nation. And then once the judgments came, then they would repent, return to the Lord. God would heal their land, you know, Chronicles mm -hmm. principle, uh, heal their land, bring them back, and then they would fail to teach again. And this was actually the reason after Babylon that synagogues uh, came up in the ever community and they started teaching in the public way. Go ahead. Yeah, that is, that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of the same thing in the modern church with Sunday school. They have Sunday school because a lot of times people are not teaching, are not kids teaching at home. their right. kids at home. Y'all, you got to teach your kids at home. Uh, a friend of mine and I were just talking last night. It takes like one generation. One you generation. Have, you can have a family that is wholly dedicated to God. They they they're really sold out. They're living their whole lives, and you know, one thing we have to be careful about is getting too uh, too busy in the ministry that we forget to bring our kids along. Yeah, they're not right. accessories like a handbag. They're not going to pick stuff up through osmosis. And I mean, I've seen well, this. Well, pick some things up, but not enough. <clears throat> but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. You need to be having dedicated home times. I, I have been lax in this with uh with Alicia more so than my older kids because I've gotten older. And I, and I don't know why. But anyway, you need to be spending time specifically with them, teaching mm -hmm. them about the Lord. I was having a discussion with a lady yesterday um, who desires, She's she's been curious about homeschooling. Okay, I just want to encourage you, if there's a way for you to do that, because a lot of the school systems are are teaching and pushing an ungodly agenda. They are. It's true. And so, you know, you have to counteract that. If the, if it's not to where you can bring your child out of that situation somehow, then you have to have put to. the time right. in. 
every evening at dinner or, you know, instead of turning on the TV or sending them off to do something, spend some time right. teaching them. Because you're trying to undo like six to eight hours of somebody else's influence on your which, child. Which you wouldn't have to worry about if all they was teaching was reading, writing, arithmetic, just trying to give them basic education. That's right. But the truth is, in our day, they don't just give basic education. They infiltrate. Uh, they have agendas now, and they want to teach children to believe things that are ungodly. Yes. You know, and they're they're changing things. Yes. And so it it is a it's a very dangerous situation. When when the when the community schools first came about here in our nation, they generally had one or two books. One was the the blue blacks blue backed speller and the other one was the Bible. That's right. That's what they taught from. And right. and you know that was amazing. Still not necessarily what God said. God said for you to teach your children. He didn't give those children to some yeah, right. He gave them to you. Right. At least to teach them about his things. Now if you need to teach you know mm -hmm. if you well, need no, to learn other no, things just, to get by in this so, world, I understand so that. So let's but. just think about this, okay? Let's let's think about Today, we are so angry. So many people are angry. A lot of Christians are angry. A lot of conservatives are angry because they see the uprising on college campuses. College campuses who don't even know anything about the conflict. Not They don't really understand the Israel-Gaza conflict, but people are holding flag. People are supporting Hamas. Uh, college kids are supporting Hamas. And you're like, how is that possible? How is it... But if people do not teach their children and they leave it to Hollywood and movies and TV to teach your children and, and social media to teach your children, what, what is your children going to think? They're going to have the wrong view of right and wrong, right and wrong. And, and my thought is, and I said this last night even, I'm, I'm like, those, those kids someday, they're the ones going to be in the offices those are the ones going to be making the decisions. Yeah. Uh, the young people now are going to be making the decisions. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, good, strong leaders need to run for office. But this, you know, train up a child in the way he should go is very, very, very important. And like Lisa says, it doesn't, it doesn't take long. It really doesn't. And we do understand, we know, and we know people personally, they're not, they can't homeschool and they can't and i'm not saying homeschool is totally the answer no, you can homeschool your kids and they still be worldly that's right the the reality is teach your children god's, god's ways. ways and throughout this entire book when people fail to teach their children god's ways, the generation would come up they would start saying evil is good and good is evil and then god would have to bring judgment then judgment would bring repentance repentance would bring god's blessing back and and so uh, that culture then, you know, says we, we got to teach the kids. I want to say one more thing. Um, you know, this person that I was speaking with yesterday was asking me about my children and, you know, what did they go on to be, you know, to be. <laughs> and I said, well, they are worship leaders. Okay. And, you know, yes, they have their gifts and talents that they were allowed to pursue. Sarah's a photographer. Uh, Josh teaches music. Uh, Megan is a worship leader. Uh, Kayla is a mom of six little uh, soldiers in the kingdom so far, and she bakes cakes and mm -hmm. does things. Okay. And, you know, when she asked me about did they go on to college, and I thought about that, about how I said, no, 
it's not that they weren't allowed to. They could have. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They could have, but they chose not to. But here's the thing. The reason Sarah didn't go, because Sarah was the only one that really expressed interest. She said, I don't want to go and pursue a career that I'm going to inevitably give up when I get married. I don't want to put in the time and the money for that. And when I, what I told this lady was the things that they are pursuing are eternal things. And that's a hard choice, and it's not something everybody can see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. But the truth is, everything that we pursue in this life, whether we, okay, we want them to have the good job so they'll have the good money so life will be easy. Okay, I don't really care. That's great. That's a great bonus. But if they miss eternity, who yeah. cares what they had here? What does it matter how successful it matter. and how, how much money your children leave Earth leaving behind? You know, oh, praise the Lord. They had $500,000 that they left behind when they left Earth. I mean, all those things are good. There's nothing wrong with those no. things. But they cannot substitute the relationship with God. Yes. And that's what you're saying. And yes. college is good. I, we're believers in college, but you need to have... It needs to be, there needs to be a necessity. There needs to be a reality to the college. What are you going to do with it? What are you, what are you going to do with it? Not right? only that, but if you're going to send them in there, because we have seen, you can watch the news and you can see some of the things that are going on in our colleges and yeah. our places of higher education. People raised in if church. If you're going to send, if, you're, if your kid's little now and you're thinking, I'm going to send them off to be a doctor because we need doctors. We need all kinds of professions. Okay. But if that's what you're planning, Make sure they have a strong personal relationship with the Lord, strong enough that when the professor says there is no God, right, it, they will not be swayed. We and we're saying this because we see this firsthand. We've we we know of people growing up, uh, being taught the Word of God, you know, being in the church, and then after a few years in college, you know, guys are now putting on dresses, and it's like, oh my Lord, what is going on? How is What's happening there, right? And so, uh, and and I, I and I don't apologize for that. I don't agree with I don't agree with any of that. And uh, if you think I'm too harsh, <laughs> I believe God created man male and female, and we have to stand on truth. And it's not love to confuse people and not tell them the truth, right? That's that's my belief. Uh, and and I love people enough to to tell people the truth, and you and we should all love people enough to tell them the truth. Amen. That's right. So if you are watching and you're concerned about your children and your grandchildren and your legacy and, and the future of the kingdom and all those things, teach your children. Teach Train up them the children. diligently and teach them to teach their children. Yeah, and, and here's the promise. Train up a child. It's, it, it's time. We'll, we'll pray. Train up a child in the way he should go. Okay, and so that's knowing your child too and trying to see their gifts and training yes. them and pointing them in the way they should go. Yes. What is their bent? What Not is their strong the way points? You want what is their go. gift, you right? Kind of look at their gifts too. Because sometimes we want them to be just exactly like us and maybe they've got a different gift, you know, uh, in the way you should go. And here's the promise that God can appropriate. This is a general promise. I'm not saying in every single case, but when he is old, he will not depart from it. Even though he may depart from a while, she may depart for a while. They may go crazy for a little while. A lot of times young people do that. But if there's a good, solid foundation, a lot of times you'll see later on them turning around and going, I don't know what I was thinking, coming back and 
coming back to the fold, coming back uh, to God's, uh, to the foundation of God in their life. And, you know, that's a promise that we hold on to. That's right. And if you can help them see the goodness of God, maybe they'll never stray at all. Yeah, that would be really good. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I know that's only two verses today. Sorry. Uh, and I didn't get to say hi to any of y'all because I was on this side the whole time. But <laughs> hi, y'all. Love y'all. Uh, shalom, shalom. But I love you guys. And may the Lord bless you and keep you, watch over you. Thank you for being here. Let me see. Uh, oh, thank you, Brother Leonard. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Priorities. Amen, Donna. Amen. Priorities. There are priorities. Get that priorities right and let the education fit. Okay. But never, never teach kids to seek money over relationship with God. Amen. Never. What what good is what good is or big fancy or stuff power or status? Or anything. What good is that? Gonna burn. If you're gonna die without God. Not what good is that? Not to mention in First Timothy, which is what I've been writing down. In Timothy six. Paul says, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. That's right. So don't send your kid, don't just desire for them to be rich either. You know, don't don't foster yeah. that in them. Provide for their family, yes. Pay their bills, not be in, in debt, yes. But not like, oh, be rich. I think we have a problem with that with the... Um, American dream sometimes. Yeah, so we do. We may we set our kids up to fail because we're like, you want to have all the toys and stuff and it can bring ruin and destruction. And It can be. Yeah. It can be. If you don't have it with the right heart, That's it. it can. Yeah. With the right heart, it's fine. It's a great resource. Yeah, it's a it's great wonderful. resource. You, you can do for great God. good with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But it can also be a great distraction. Yes. Amen and amen. And I'd like your opinion. Here's here's the question, Mark, and I'd like for you to comment. Can do you believe it's possible that the that the the American dream itself is not a bad thing, but is it possible that the push of the American dream upon our generations can actually become snares and thorns and thistles in the way of our kids till they lose their focus and their walk with God? And they end up not in a good place. That's right. And so I would like your opinions on that as well. And like we said, uh, you know, it's not a bad thing to have. I, I don't misunderstand us, but priorities, like Donna said, Donna May said, priorities, that's important. Amen. So let's Amen. say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed Lord, be, be your, your name. name. Your kingdom, kingdom come. come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right. Love you guys. God bless you. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Maybe we'll get more than two verses. I'll be Maybe on we'll the get other more. side. <laughs>